Before we get into the podcast, I just want to take a minute to tell you a little bit about our Rockstar Coaching Course. The Rockstar Coaching Course is not your typical coaching course, guys. This is an eight-week online coaching course that you as the box owner head coach will go through with your entire team together. I created this course because as much as I've gotten value over the years through courses like the level one, level two, level three, and specialty seminars, I've always felt like something was missing when it came time to translate that information back into a great class experience and in turn a successful gym. As a box owner and coach, I quickly found that soft skills like group management, relationship building, and communication skills were far more important to building a successful gym. So I created the Rockstar Coaching Course to put all those skills in a single course and to do it in a way where an entire team of coaches can do it together, not just the owner or one or two coaches going off and doing it on their own. So if you're a box owner and you're looking to develop a stronger and more cohesive team, upgrade your class experience, confidently coach less classes, and retain more members, then this is the course for you. If you sign up today, use code 7 at checkout, and not only will you receive $100 off, but you'll also receive two 45-minute coaching calls with myself to troubleshoot any area of your coaching and your team development, as well as lifetime access to the course. Head over to sevenfigurebox.com slash course to learn more and sign up. Hey guys, welcome to the Seven Figure Box podcast. My name is Andrew Frezza, and today I'm gonna to be sharing with you guys my recent experience with business coaching. And I wanna share this episode with you guys because I just recently started with the new business coach over the last week and a half or so, and it's been a huge difference already in my life. It's already had an impact, and I can see in the next couple weeks, couple months, how it's gonna have a tremendous impact on both my personal life and my professional life. And I wanted to share this with you guys because this is going to be a way to help keep me more accountable. I know it's going to ingrain some of these new action steps and habits even more by sharing it with you guys and trying to teach these things to you guys. So number one, I'm kind of doing this selfishly to keep myself on track. But number two, I think some of these things are things that you guys can implement in your own business, in your own personal life. It's things that you probably need just as much as I do. Um, and then finally, I've had so much a positive impact on my life and my business from business coaching in general that I want to encourage you guys who don't already have a business coach to think about making that leap and and pull the trigger on finally getting a business coach because I, I find it to be so important. And when we first got our first business coach a couple years ago, the most rapid growth that we saw in our business was the six months after that. There were so many little holes that we were overlooking and having another set of eyeballs on there, forcing you to prioritize certain things in your day and in your week, it makes a huge difference. So if you guys haven't done that already, I would encourage you guys to seek out a business coach. Um, so the business coach I'm working with, Dr. Sean Pastuch from Active Life RX, um, I picked him because of what he's doing on the online space. He's doing a lot of things that I aspire to do with Seven Figure Box and the Rockstar Coaching Course. But I, do, well, I want to do it in a way that does not take away from CrossFit Palm Beach and continues to allow us to improve and grow CrossFit Palm Beach. And what I love about Dr. Sean is that he's someone that's, that yes, he has strictly an online business. He sold his gym, but he doesn't just have an online business that's teaching other people how to have an online business. He's changing people's lives. He's still on the ground floor running seminars, working with athletes one-on-one. -on -one. 
and he has a successful business outside of the consulting and the business side of, of teaching people how to do an online business. So I really like that he's kind of walking the walk and then teaching people to do it as well. And that's something I've always strived to do with Seven Figure Box and CrossFit Palm Beach is I want CrossFit Palm Beach to fully support everything that I'm doing. And Seven Figure Box is just a chance for me to share that with thousands of people across the world. So Sean and I have similar mindsets in that sense. And what I loved about Sean in one of our first calls was he, he, he knew where his lane was and where he could help. And, you know, what I mean by that is he, he straight up said, like, if you're, if you're looking for someone to help you run a better gym, if you're looking for someone to take you from a seven figure box to 1.5 million or 2 million, like I'm probably not your guy. That stuff could happen through our coaching, but you know more about the gym than I could ever offer you. You're already doing more with CrossFit Palm Beach than we ever did with our active life gym when we had a physical space. So that was really cool that he kind of shared that nugget and and he he knows where he can help and where he can't. And what I was seeking out in a business coach was someone that can help me grow more of this online business without taking away from CrossFit Palm Beach. So I felt like Sean was the right guy and he was coming from the right place to help. So I'm gonna share some of the things that we talked about in our first 60 minute call, some of the things that I implemented in our first week of working together and how it's already made a big change, at least in my uh, mental state moving forward, but I can see how this is gonna drastically change um, the performance side of my personal life and the business life. So first thing Sean asked me in our calls was, what are the biggest three problems that I need solving right now? And the biggest three ones for me were, number one was spending less time in the business of CrossFit Home Beach and more time on the business. I felt like I really got sucked into the business recently. Um, doesn't help that the open was the last five weeks and we were doing just a ton of stuff with um, you know, Thursday night and the announcement, Friday night with the bar fights and all the things that go into running a, an intramural team and, and posts and stuff like that. Um, I'm also still heavily involved in programming and scheduling and even some customer service emails and meeting with people that have been giving us feedback recently, coaches development, I still coach on the floor. There's just a lot of little tasks that I'm doing and and all these things add up to to be you know, 30, 35, 40 hours a week and it leaves very little time for working on the business. So that was number one. Number two was, was sort of fixing my erratic schedule. And this does kind of also um, fall into the category of working in the business, but it was not just really the load of hours I was working, but really the erratic hours I was working. I'm still opening the gym Monday and Friday morning. So when I open the gym, I'm usually up at 3.45 a.m. During the open, um, I was also coaching Wednesday evening. So I was closing the gym Wednesday evenings at 8.45 p.m. Thursday night, I was there for the announcement. We're setting up. We're, I'm creating lesson plan for Friday because I coach Friday morning. And then Friday night, we have the bar fight. So two mornings a week, I'm up before 4 a.m. Three nights a week, I'm not going to bed or I'm not even home till after 9.30, 10 p.m. And it was really just stretching me thin on both ends. So I wanted to fix that schedule, get into a little bit better routine, and also be able to spend more time with my family. I really wasn't spending the amount of time with uh, my son and my wife that I wanted to spend over the last few weeks. And I, I really want to get that back on track moving forward. And then the third problem that I wanted to solve was not necessarily a problem, but what I felt was a missed opportunity. I felt like there's more that I could be doing with 
the seven figure box brand and podcast. I feel like there's more people I could be helping with the Rockstar Coaching Course, and I just wanted to to really uh, you know get Sean's advice on how can I continue to to grow this and take advantage of these opportunities without necessarily wasting my time and taking too much time away from CrossFit Palm Beach because that's really my my first passion, my first love, and I never want anything that I do to take away from the gym and the community. So once I got this all out there, it became really clear to Sean that the first thing that we need to work on is my schedule and trying to create that perfect schedule that I can build into over the next few weeks. So I don't have to get there tomorrow, I don't have to get there you know, in the next week or two, but what does that ideal schedule look like three or four weeks from now? And how can I start putting those building blocks in place to start to get there um, and start moving forward today? And one of the things that was cool is Sean pointed out that he was actually in a worse spot about two years ago where he was working 17 hour days, he had a gym, he had an event company, and he was making less money than I am today, he had less time than I am today, and he feels like he's been able to move you know, way past that. He's making a lot more money. He's got a lot more time for family. And he's working on things that he's passionate about every single day that are helping a lot more people. So Sean's mission was kind of break down my current schedule and to look at all of the different parts of my day and figure out where I was doing things that were necessary, where I was doing things that could be delegated, and where I was doing things that couldn't that didn't need to be done at all. And what we kind of figured out is there was a lot of areas where I was micromanaging certain areas of the business that were just unnecessary. And what I found what I found out looking out internally was that if I've ever had a task as my primary task, I tend to micromanage it a lot more. So programming is a good example is because I've always done programming and I can see all these details about how it could be better, then I tend to micromanage that area of the business. Scheduling is the same way. Like because I've always had the schedule as my responsibility since we opened at CrossFit Palm Beach, I micromanage the coach's schedule and I feel like I need to be in control of everything. Now on the flip side with other areas of business like front desk or even like social media, I tend not to micromanage that nearly as much as because I never had a really strong hand in that area of the business. And Sean's biggest point was like, you know, delegate these things, train other people how to do them. But if the result of what they're doing like doesn't offend you, you have to move forward. If they can do it, you know, to 80, 90% of the degree that you can, and the little mistakes that they're making don't offend you, then you have to accept those mistakes and move forward. The speed of implementation is much more important. And the peace of mind that you get by ha- being able to trust someone to completely take that thing on and to get it out of your head is a world of difference. So that was step one. And I want to give you guys a few examples of how this played out. So first was the schedule. Every week, I'm the person setting the coach's schedule. If people requesting time off, they post it in Slack. And then it's kind of on me for for me to fill their hours for them while they're away. And just this extra time and energy that I'm putting into trying to fill hours was making it was a huge emotional load on me each week. So it wasn't necessarily the hours that I had to take on or the time that I had spent on it, but it was a lot of coordinating. It was also a lot of figuring out of whether I was going to be the person taking on those classes. So for me in a in an average week, I coach six hours a week. I coach six classes a week. Now, when people go away, that could be as many as nine, 10, 11, 12 hours. 
and that inconsistency in my schedule and not knowing how many hours I was going to be spending coaching each week was taking away from other bigger projects that I could work on. And it wasn't so much that those extra coaching hours were having such a huge load on my schedule, but it was more of the mental load of the inconsistency from week to week. You know, in addition to that, I'm the one trying to text all these other coaches and I could spend an hour or two hours trying to coordinate schedules for weeks when people are away. Like this week we have uh, two coaches getting married. There's a lot of classes being missed and the, the back and forth that it takes to coordinate those hours being scheduled is something that I didn't need to be a part of. And if you, you know, if you're familiar with restaurants or many other businesses in the service industry, the employees usually have other employees be responsible for covering each other's hours. So if a coach is going away, they're responsible for communicating to their other coaches to cover those hours. And I was acting as a middleman in, in a process that I didn't need to be involved in. So first one, first step of that was having coaches get approval from other coaches to get time off covered. Then in, if that still doesn't work out, taking me out as the last line of defense to cover those hours. So now I have one of the coaches that I trust the most as the last line of defense to take on any hours that are missed. So I know in any given week that I'm gonna be coaching six hours and six hours exactly, right? No more, no less. And that allows me to structure and schedule some really good time for creative projects or things that are gonna be working on the business instead of in the business. Now, the mindset that goes around this is taking on a mindset where coaching these additional hours is simply not possible, right? We have to live in a world where coaching these additional hours is simply not possible. We have to set boundaries. And a lot of what Sean did in our first call was defining some boundaries for me to um, create in my life and giving me permission to uphold those boundaries. I think that's one of the most valuable things I've gotten out of business coaching is that permission to uphold certain boundaries and the confidence to stand behind that. Because I think a lot of times we know what to do, but until we have someone who's been in our situation, who has the experience, who's coming from the right place and can see it very clearly from an aerial view, it doesn't give us the confidence to really stand behind that thing. So, you know, I've, I've tried to implement certain parts of these things in the past, but until you have someone else who can clearly say, you know, this is the boundary you have to uphold, it really makes a huge difference. So to really hammer this point home, Sean gave me a framework for thinking about all the various tasks that happen in a given business, right? And there's three main categories of tasks that happen in any business, gym or otherwise. The first one is maintenance tasks, right? So in a gym setting, this is things like programming, social media, running ads, answering emails, coaching classes, cleaning, scheduling, front desk. These are things that have to get done every single week and they take up a certain amount of time in order to get these things done. And essentially what happens with maintenance tasks is that they require you to trade your time for money, right? That's how we can kind of define a maintenance task. They tend to be recurring tasks. Number two is problem solving tasks. So problem solving is taking a recurring issue in your business and solving it in a way where it never shows up again, right? And this is key. So when you're helping other employees solve problems, you need to kind of figure out whether they need validation to solve that problem. Do they need content or information how to overcome that problem, right? What is it that they need to, to help? And when you're 
overcoming your own problems, the goal is to oversolve that problem in a way where it never shows up again. That's what it means to solve a problem. The third type of task in a business is the vision tasks. So this is the area of the business that I'm personally starving for right now. And this is deciding where is this business going and how are we going to get there, right? And this is something that I personally need to be spending the majority of my time here because most of the business is being spent in maintenance and problem solving tasks, right? And if none of the other employees around us are spending time in vision, then that just means that the business is starving for this, right? So it's on me to spend that time there. And as Sean pointed out, about 25% of the business's energy needs to be spent on these visionary tasks, right? So if no one else is spending time on them, that means that almost 100% of my time needs to be spent on this area of vision, right? So one of the ways that we're doing that and implementing every day is that every day from 8.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. in my schedule is gonna be blocked out for creative time. And that's gonna be set in my calendar every single week. I can't schedule meetings at this time. I can't respond to emails during this time. This has to be uninterrupted time and no maintenance task can happen at this time. So I can do problem solving things, I can do vision stuff, but I can't do any maintenance tasks, any type of recurring tasks during this time. One of the things that surprised me the most about the coaching so far is how much time has been spent on strengthening my relationship with my wife, Nikki. And this was not something that I necessarily presented as a big problem in my life. I feel like our relationship is pretty good, but it's certainly something that can be a lot better. And, and Sean clearly saw that as an opportunity for me to strengthen my relationship, but also to be a better, more well-rounded person. And one of the first homework assignments that he gave us was to uh, reread the five love languages because we both read it kind of casually before in the past. And for both of us to take the five love languages quiz that is online. So we both took that test. We both figured out what are our love languages? What are the things that we need the most in our relationship? And we both came up with quality time. So Sean's point was if you guys are strong on quality time, you need to get a date night in your calendar every single week. This was something that Nikki and I had before, but we kind of got away from it. And it's something that we're recommitting to is getting that back in the calendar. We have one this Saturday. We're going to be doing it Wednesdays moving forward. And this is something that's really important to our relationship that um, is going to have a huge impact moving forward. The second piece of that was setting aside some time for both of us to have time away from each other, time away from our son to be able to have personal time or time with friends every single week. And this is something that I've kind of gotten away from over the years. You know, I've streamlined my life so much where I really have two focuses. I have CrossFit Palm Beach and I have my family. And even with my family, it's a very small group of my family. It's, you know, my wife and Cooper. It is my brother and his family and it's my parents. And it's it's really those groups and it's CrossFit Palm Beach is where I spend the majority of my time and energy. And I've done a lot of work over the years to kind of get rid of all these extraneous things in my life like uh, drinking I don't drink nearly as much I don't really go out with friends that much I don't do things like golf or, or you know these really long activities that take a lot of hours outside of family or work stuff um, I don't play fantasy football anymore which I used to do I don't really watch a ton of sports 
And these were things that I didn't feel like were ever sacrifices. I just felt like I was really passionate about what I was doing with CrossFit Palm Beach, what I was doing with my family. And I wanna just keep putting more of my time and energy into those things. But what I realized is that I've gotten so singularly focused on those two things that I haven't created enough balance in my life. I haven't recently spent enough time on my own personal development and personal care. I haven't done enough with friends. And you know, as Sean pointed out, like, I need that. And honestly, when he said that, when he said you need to get a life back outside of the gym and your family, it kind of hit like an emotional spot for me. And I, I realized that I had neglected a lot of things. And not that I'm going to add a ton of that back in each week, but it is really important for me to set one time a week where it's not gym related and it's not family related, but it's time that can be spent for me personally or time that can be spent with friends to create a little bit of balance outside of those two main focuses. So that was really cool. That's something that Nikki's gonna be doing as well. She's gonna have that dedicated personal time or friends time every week. And that's something in addition to the date night that we're gonna be committing to every single week moving forward. So to make sure that I'm implementing all these steps, every week, Sean and I are getting on a call just for 15 minutes and I have to send him an email that morning to tell him all the things that I've accomplished over the last week. So I've covered a lot of those things already. Um, some of the other things that he pointed out was um, I need to re-listen to the MFCEO podcast about winning the day. And that's a, a podcast that I can link to in the show notes for this. Uh, but I think that's episode 108 of the MFCEO podcast about maximizing your day. I'd highly recommend listening to that episode. Um, but it's something that I've implemented on and off over the last several months, which is the power list and having priorities in your day, only having three to five priorities in your day that are going to move you forward. And it's all about winning the day. It's all about having the maximal amount of impact in that day, rather than focusing on these really big audacious goals. So Sean pointed out that it doesn't take working that hard in order to be successful. What it takes is working on the right things consistently day after day. And with all my time being spent on a lot of these maintenance tasks, I've lost a lot of that time. So by building that into my schedule with this creative time from 8.30 to 11 every single day, I'm gonna be able to work on some of these important tasks and drive myself forward every single day and every week. So I'm implementing that power list again, which is a way of defining your top three to five priorities for each day. And if you knock those off the list, you win the day. So I have a very concrete way of tracking whether I've been successful in that day or not, okay? So that's kind of the big things that we hit on in this first 60-minute call and in my first week of action steps. I hope it's helpful for you guys to hear some of these things. I think it's really interesting to hear how well-rounded Sean's approach was to this and not just focusing on like specific areas of the business. So hopefully you guys find this helpful. If you do, send me a message or shoot me an email at Andrew at CrossFit Palm Beach and I'll do more stuff like this in the future. Hey guys, this is Andrew again. Thank you for listening to the 7 Figure Box podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would greatly appreciate it if you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. We're on a mission to help box owners around the world create their dream gyms, whether that means building a seven-figure gym or simply creating a gym that they love showing up to each day. So please leave us a review and share this episode with a fellow coach or gym owner that could benefit from this information.